I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. together a pop culture academic symposium so true smart people dumb topics forever as the theme song says mm-hmm. you know i'm lauren brickman i'm caitlin Pitsagai. and we're the professors of pop culture each week helping you take the guilt out of your pleasure <laughs> uh yes 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 we have mm-hmm. master's degrees and that's mm-hmm. why you can trust us to be the masters of fun oh yeah and you know what all jokes aside, coming fall 2022, I will be teaching a class in American pop culture. Amazing. Finally ascending to her final form. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Somehow I've gotten people to pay me to talk about these things and teach other people how to do it, too. Uh, and this week, we are here in this classroom doing what we always do, which is celebrating the art of standing. Absolutely. And Caitlin... What are you standing right now? I am standing someone I've actually always liked. but okay. And we don't talk about this topic that much on this no. show. Fashion. Wow. But I have always loved Betsy Johnson. Like in the mm. 90s, she was like a fixture on House of Style. She was so mm-hmm. weird. She almost had like a Cindy Lauper aesthetic. Yeah. She's kind of fallen out of like high fashion, but that's okay. Yeah. That means she's fallen right into my lap. Yeah, yeah. She designs such fun accessories. I recently bought some earrings of hers uh, that are little drink umbrellas that are mis- yeah. ma- mix and match color. Mm-hmm. I can't stop getting compliments, folks. People oh. can't stop talking about them. Well, I would not call her cheap, but she's affordable. Mm-mm. Yeah. And it's a fun. It's fun. And she's not afraid of fat people. So I like that. She's had a deal with Torrid for years. Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't even so- know that. 
Yeah. So I love a fashion person who's not afraid to put their name on some extended sizes. That's I I love that. She's wonderful. An American mm-hmm. treasure. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, another American treasure. Tell me. A man by the name of Jordan Peele. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those mm-hmm. two names. Now, there's rumored that they're dating, but they're not. <laughs> okay. So you have been reading my fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Caitlin, you and I recently went to the cinema together and the we cinema. saw <laughs> the Newport Cinema, to True. be precise, our favorite place. And I was so looking forward to Nope, and I have to say, it surpassed my expectations. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a great movie. There was a part where only you were laughing in the theater. I wish I remember, but like you just loved this scene and you were just like dying. I felt like that was happening a lot and I felt like I was looking around being like are we not all going to be laughing really hard and occasionally people joined me and it wasn't that people weren't enjoying it no I think I think I was just on another level just another level but at Newport Cinemas it's it's to each their own no one's upset no no and I loved it um but I knew they would say nope in the movie (laughs) but every time they said the word nope made me so delighted yeah I agree there's also, probably the greatest SNL joke of all time. <laughs> yes, I also in there. And Kiki Palmer, next level. There's just so many things to love about it. And uh, 10 out of 10 would nope again. Absolutely. You know, this Jordan Peele guy. This Jordan Peele guy. I think he's really on to something. He's on to something. But I really do think the best horror movies come from people that under. I think the reason why people with strong comedy backgrounds make such great horror directors is because mm-hmm. comedy pacing yes the timing the timing like that's what made that movie so fun but i agree with you that there's there's got to be a wit to the way that you're yeah scared and yeah no no and jordan peele's beyond 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 huge fan i think that guy's really going places controversial uh, take yeah you gotta really keep an eye on that one he is one to watch but you know who else is one to watch who today's guest who? Which is us. We don't oh, have a third guest. That's wild. That's wild. Absolutely. Uh, we are excited. To, we haven't done a duo episode in a long time. Maybe long a year. Time. Maybe I think a it was, year. I think the last time we did it was when we did our Songs of Summer episode. Which was of 2021. Mm-hmm, so now mm-hmm. we're in 2022 and we are going to explore a different side of the same thing. We're doing a summer explosion episode about Ooh, all maybe. things summer well, you know, we always go over our credentials on this mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I've been telling you for years about the Have a Summer movement started mm-hmm, by Howard mm-hmm. Kramer of Podcast Who Charted. Mm-hmm. And y- you've been onboarding. You've been slow to, to accept the gospel. Yeah. Well, I am a team endless winter person. But see, I don't I've never accepted that there's teams. It's all one group together. We all experience mm-hmm. things. So we all have to have a summer. And mm-hmm. we've been doing it. And Fernish, you've been doing yeah. great, Lauren. Thank you, you so went much. swimming. I did. With you on your roof. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've been doing other fun things. You're going to the beach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would say some of Blockbusters, that's part of it. Yeah, for sure. We Blockbustered hard. We also, is there anything more summer than seeing the chicks at Jones right. Beach? Jones Beach. Nothing. Yeah. So yeah. you've put yourself out there. You're doing mm-hmm. great. You're learning. I really, I'm really trying. I am trying harder than maybe I ever have before to embrace Sama. <gasps> I wore a tank top in public. I mean, I'm really trying, folks. You had a sporty, I would say, like kind of Sama themed tank top in a way because it related yeah. to Long Island Beach Town Bar. So that's like, whoa. Yeah. I've got multiple tank tops now. I've, it's a thing. Whoa. I know. I know. I have more than one swimsuit. Like, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to be a summer girl. You're doing great. You you know, because that's the thing. At the end of summer, you have to be able to say, I did summer. And that's that's all you have to. That's, you know, you have to just say that to yourself. You know, not anyone else. Okay. So it's just the two of us. Yeah. 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 I'm saying it right now. I'm having a summer and I'm going to keep having a summer. But Caitlin, it is just the two of us. You're right. So now that it's just the two of us, what are we going to do? Well, Lauren, I've prepared a little game for you to play. Okay, I'm listening. Well, you know I love summer, and you know I mm-hmm. love reality shows. Ooh. But I would say it's an underdeveloped area mm. of focus for okay. reality shows. So I'm going to play you clips 
okay. from summer reality shows, and you're going to name them. Okay. All right. I now, believe I can do this. Typically, I will say this. Typically, when we design a game, we usually make it uh, easiest to hardest. Mm-hmm. It is not that. Oh, is Just it? so you know, I have my own logic. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to try uh, but, to figure out the scaffolding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. But just so you know. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, th- I can't wait to fail. I feel like I might fail. But that's okay. Because as I tell my students every day, if you don't dare to fail, you're not daring to grow. And failure is just a sign of stepping into the possibility that you could be and do something different than you did the day before. Well, all right. Yeah. On that mm-hmm. note. Ten short weeks to battle it out. That includes family. I don't need competition from my own mother. Are you mine? We're the voice. Good luck. Bring it on. Our family has three individually owned restaurants in the heart of the Adirondacks. But this place freezes over in the winter. We need to ring the register. We're going to work for free tonight. We have to make enough money between the 4th of July and Labor Day to last us the entire year. But I'm not going down. Winter is coming. And it <gasps> comes. I, I mean, clearly this is about a family that owns a, like, summer destination restaurant but i do not know this family i do not know the show i i what what is what have i been missing all these years the food network's summer rush wow and i honestly didn't know it either but it looks like my absolute favorite show i love the mountains yeah summer i love a family business where they're mad at each other yeah for a for a second, I was like, was there a short-lived, like, Real Housewives spinoff with, like, st- but no, this, Caitlin, I can't believe you weren't working for this show already. I know. Another embarrassment. Another humiliation. This is this is right up there with having not worked for Rock This Boat with New Kids on the Block. The fact this isn't on your CV is, frankly, my nightmare. I will say with Ro- Rock the Boat, I at least got my CV in there. Yeah. You know? That's true. That's they, true. You I tried. at least had a shot on goal. This, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Humiliating. All right. This is humiliating. Wow. I'm really glad we're starting out in pure humiliation. For me. I mean, you just, it was an obscure show. Listen, for both, both of us should be utterly embarrassed. All right. Hit me with the next one. Let me, let's see if we can redeem ourselves. Have you ever been at a table where someone's literally being rude the entire time? That's you. Stop. You're literally yelling at us and we're laughing. Okay. 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 Dude. I'm serious. Eight people at a table. Come on. What the f- is wrong with you? I'm updating everyone on our wedding and you were f-ing giggling. This is disrespectful. Kyle, Yo. wait, Carl, stop. All Kyle wants is this. You two, right here. Hi. Kyle, I'm sorry that we were talking. Let me speak. Disrespectful as It's like the, a, a generational gap. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's f-ing brutal. It's apologize. Let me speak. I don't give a sh. This is bullshit. Apologize for what? Oh my god. <laughs> this this is listening to a nightmare. Yes. This is this is brutal. Wow. Wow. Is this summer house? <laughs> it is summer house. Oh my God. So painful. It's Ouch. rough. That's they rough. get in some rough arguments. And this was the scene that was the genesis of Paige and Hannah being called the Giggly Squad, which is now their podcast name. Oh my god. So he did gift them with that name. Um, yeah, it's really a lot. And keep in mind, they're in a beautiful Hamptons house, just wasting Sema by arguing. What a waste. What a waste. Wow. Wow. I have chills. I can't believe I recognized that, but I did. I did. I had that You one. pieced it together because it was like bratty argument mm-hmm. summer. Yeah. I was like, this sounds like something I'd hear in the Hamptons. All right. Let's see. Okay. Let's see how she does. Um. When the new campers come in. It's the second session at Wazziata. When I first walked into the cabin, they're all kind of just like staring at me. And it's hard at first for some to accept the new kids. I am miss my old cabin mate. But while the girls find a way to accept the change. Oh, I know what this is. It's like having a cabin plus the two. The boys are having a tougher time getting I along. I loved this show. He's a lore high queen. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what I used to call salute your shorts in real life, but right. its actual name is Bug Juice, baby. Bug Juice. Really? Oh, yeah. I would say the first millennial reality show. Yeah. The first yeah. show to feature millennials. Yeah. I loved the show. I loved uh, the show so much. I mean, it's Disney Channel, too, doing reality. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. crazy. Uh, it was pretty. It was, it was good. It was just good. I wonder if they... Do they ever do anything like that anymore? Like for kids or tweens on reality? They had that like 
gossip girl esque one about the prep school kids, but that didn't last long. I feel like they just always got into like legal issues. I'm sure. Yeah, NYC prep. Yeah, I think the school yeah. and others. Yeah. I feel like it's just a bigger headache than it's worth in the end because then you're also dealing with all the parents and like at least at summer camp, the parents aren't there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, world. All right. Wow. This is our final one because, again, okay. there are not that many, but okay. this is a scene from the show. Mm. Okay. Should we do it in pink font? <laughs> the first night at bed. When you left crying, Ron made out with two girls and put his head in between a cocktail waitress's breasts. Boing. <laughs> we say it's like, it's not breasts. So she probably won't even know it's us, hopefully. Also was grinding with multiple women. It's gonna be so bad. Okay. Multiple people in the house now. Therefore, you should know the truth. Lost milk and Jenny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> Duh. All right. All right. Well, clearly, you knew I'd know this one since I am a professional impersonator of one of them. This is Jersey Shore. <laughs> yes, the iconic scene where Snooki and Jaywell go to an internet cafe mm-hmm. to write an anonymous letter to Sam uh, revealing Ron's infidelities. Yeah, that's the way you do it. I gotta uh, go to internet cafes more often. You gotta. And this is a scene heard around the world. I recently saw a TikTok where Polly was DJing at a club mm-hmm. and someone held up an iPhone screen to him that and the, the question said, did Snooki and Jaywell really write that letter or did the producers? <laughs> and he like laughed. Like that happened this year. Like this I scene mean, is so resonant. Uh and I would say probably the number one summer reality yeah. show. Never Oh, nothing to surpass this. To be surpassed. It is no. the Jersey Shore. Wow, 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 wow. I'm honestly proud of myself. I knew three out of four. Yeah, and the the first one was quite obscure. I'd yeah. have been shocked if you knew yeah. that. Yeah, I haven't really watched. I don't. I'm not like a Food Network connoisseur. No, not really either. Um, and I don't think it lasted very long, sadly, and because I didn't know about it because I would have been yeah. watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the good news is you can find those people and just make a documentary. Yeah, I, guess. I can also yeah just go to the Adirondacks. Actually, now actually I need actually, to leave, leave this episode. Yeah. Talk about okay. having some. I need to go and help. Did you not hear them? They need to make all their money between July Fourth yeah. and Labor Day. I don't know why July Fourth, but okay. Uh, but you know what? I think if anyone can help them, it's you. I agree with that, Caitlin. I feel like. You are the queen of Sama, and you've Thank done you. so much to teach me about Sama. But can I take a moment to test your Sama knowledge? Oh, please do. It's just so, always more learning. In lieu of a real traditional game, I okay. have come up with a quiz. <gasps> so I have questions about Sama pop culture, and oh, we're going to see how good you are at being ah! queen of Sama. Ah! Are you ready? Are you ready for the ultimate ready Sama quiz? Ever be. I'm so scared. All right, Caitlin. Queen of Summer. Yes. What's the highest grossing summer blockbuster, according to ScreenRant.com, of all time? Okay. Do you know if it's like with inflation or it doesn't matter? Uh, that I, I can't tell you. Uh, that okay, was not disclosed fair. to me. That's that that's was fair. not disclosed. But the number is wild. It's got to be like a Marvel thing recently then. like, um, And you know I don't know those. Um, let's say Avengers. <laughs> Again, this is according to ScreenRant.com, but this 2015 film made $1.67 billion, and it was Jurassic World. Gotcha. And, of course, to me, and I certainly know that Jurassic Park is different, but to me, mm-hmm. those are all the same movie because I'm just not yeah. into that stuff. Yeah, that's fine. It, it, but it is wild that that is, you know, it, it is a thing of summer, but it, but we're all a lot of blind spot. It is but, like, you know, I definitely saw Jurassic Park in theaters. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Well, I, you know, Independence Day, Men in Black, those were yeah. my era. Now, the first one I thought you might get wrong. This next one, I think, is more in your wheelhouse. Okay. Okay. What, according to Collider.com, was the biggest summer flop of all time? Godzilla. Unfortunately, no? incorrect. Uh, allegedly the biggest flop i think the biggest money waster of some of anticipated summer blockbusters 
was actually 2002's The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Wow. Yeah. Which, for those who don't remember, it was in a science fiction comedy with Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yeah. In a dual role. Uh, and had Randy Quaid, Rosario Dawson, Jay Moore. I think the reason it's considered the biggest flop is because of how much money was invested and lost. I see. I definitely feel like, and there's no way to quantify this, the biggest mm-hmm. buildup to the movie that really no one saw was Godzilla. Like, it was one of the weirdest things. That's true. That's true. But yeah. apparently, can't, though, can't argue with the numbers. Yeah. The movie cost, allegedly, like, over $100 million. Why? I think a lot of it was salaries. Yeah, just yeah. And and uh, special effects at the time too. And and the good news is is that um it did get nominated uh for the worst <laughs> comedy of our first 25 years at the 25th annual Golden Raspberry Awards. Um it was nominated for 5 Golden Raspberry Awards including worst picture, best worst actor, worst director, worst screenplay and worst on-screen couple. Well, you know, that's himself. the kind of movie, though, that you could buy a ripoff DVD of well mm-hmm. into the teens. Uh, like, it, it's one of the, I don't think I've ever seen it, but it has a cultural staying power. I'll give it that. I, it was really bad. I, I remember seeing it and I remember thinking it was very, very bad. But I'm pretty sure if I'm reading this right, I think it cost like $100 million to make. And I think it only made like, it made like less than $5 million domestically. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Eddie. And I think worldwide it had less than 10 million. Eddie. Yeah. So like it was it was bad. Mm-hmm. I love I'm zero for two. I love it. You're zero for two. Queen Summa. But I feel like you could redeem yourself with this next one uh, because oh, no. there was a 1995 summer blockbuster that uh-huh. took 1994's Kiss from a Rose off Seal's self-titled debut album and took it from obscurity into the number one smash hit, what movie soundtrack was it? Was it Batman and Robin? It was it was Batman, but it, it wasn't Robin. Whose Batman was it? Because it's 1995. Who was the Batman in the summer of 95? It's the Clooney one? No. Val Kilmer? It was Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer was Batman Forever in 1995. Oh, so interesting. You could say it in a lot of ways. Val Kilmer is responsible for Seal marrying Heidi Klum. I'll say it to the day I die. I'll never okay. stop saying it. And he was never. in this summer's biggest blockbuster, as far as I know, mm-hmm. in the Top Gun. Top Africa. Gun. Sleep on Val. <laughs> Live to regret. Val is the sound of summer to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's moving into music, which is amazing. <laughs> yep. Spoken word. Uh, all right. Speaking of music, who thinks it's fly when girls stop by for the summer? Well, LFO does. Which stands for? Uh, light funky ones? Yeah. Is that ding, right? Ding, 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 yeah, ding. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Fantastic. Um, all right. So I think I think we're getting into the realm of where you're going to start to really crush. What is my song of the summer this summer to 2022? Your song? Mm-hmm. Well, I assume it's still Michelle Branch's White Houses. <laughs> Correct. Because it has been the song of the summer every year <laughs> since 2005. And it will always be the song of the summer every year. Correct. Okay. What should my song of the summer 2022 be? It probably Lizzo. It probably should be. You're or right. Beyonce. You're right. What do you think my favorite part of having a summer is? Wow, she's really she's really deep in thought. I see, audience, you can't see it, but there is smoke coming out of her ears. The wheels are turning. She's staring off into the sun. I mean, I do think you like swimming, but um, I don't think that's the right answer. I I, I will accept that because I do genuinely love being in the pool. But my favorite part of summer is turning the air conditioning on full blast and sitting inside. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Word. <laughs> what is my biggest obstacle in being a summer lover and what adjustments would you make for me? Because... Over the weekend, I learned that Caitlin, she always has a plan. There's always, she can always right, see, right. You, you, listeners, she can always sort of see the the big picture, the master grid. She sees her friends like chess pieces on the board of yes. life and she <laughs> exactly. knows how they could move. And so I want you to take this <laughs> ability that I just discovered of yours and apply it to making me a better summer lover. I think you do just have to accept that it will be hot in summer. 
I think you do wake up every day and hope that something's going to be different. And that level of denial is like not helping you. And you know what? Here's the thing. Good news is, and bad news, it's not going to be summer forever. Wow. Fall is coming. Winter is coming. Okay. Okay. And Caitlin, now I have to ask you, what's your song of the summer? Okay. I'm really liking Doja Cat's Vegas from the soundtrack of the movie Elvis, which I have not seen. <laughs> but I think the song is great. And I don't know that it's it's a TikTok song, so maybe it'll really catch fire. But it hasn't, I don't think, been a huge chart topper. But I've enjoyed it. And I'm like, Doja Cat, going to check you out. Okay, okay. We're getting into Doja Cat. All right. What is or has been your favorite movie of the summer 2022? There's actually been... Pretty good ones, but I'm going to go with Nope as well. Okay. Okay. What should it be instead? <laughs> what should it be? What should I prefer? Like, like, what have you not seen? Like, what have you avoided? Like, what is the thing that you're like, oh, I'm pro- it's probably supposed to be this, but I didn't see it. Who knows? You know, maybe I love Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish I did because then what if I find out I do and then I'd be like, oh, there's a thousand movies for me yeah, to watch. Yeah, it's too How late. exciting. You can't. I mean, I guess that's exciting, but I'd be overwhelmed. Yeah, it would be a little overwhelming. All right. Now, last question. So this is a really important one. Okay. We're going to, instead of pitch fire, we're going to do another sort of um, manifestation exercise. So something that I know about you is that you you love Below Deck and you have your fantasy players for when you chart a yacht. Now, I wouldn't put you on blast on air for our listeners and ask in your personal life who you would actually bring on a charter. So instead, I'm going to say congratulations. You've been given a free pass to go on below deck, charter a yacht. Here's the caveat. You can only bring celebrities with you. Oh, my gosh. So what celebrities are you taking on your fantasy below deck yacht to have a summer? Wow, this is an excellent question. And thank you for Mm-hmm. bringing up this issue yeah so we're gonna have to have fun not you know and jump in the water and have drinks and food mm-hmm. so we need people that you know embrace life not scared of different foods mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and i don't want to see anyone be too demanding on the staff that's that's yeah, ugly behavior fun. that will reflect on me as primary yeah because i'm primary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh alfonso ribeiro okay Okay, I like this. I like this. He can this. dance around. I think he'll jump in. He'll have fun. Martin Short. Ooh. Because he's just keeping us laughing. Yes. Okay, okay. I think Miley Cyrus, because we need someone that's like, stay up, stay up. You know, mm-hmm, you got to mm-hmm, keep the mm-hmm. party going. Matt Berry. Wow. Because he's just not going to give a fuck. He's just and like, I'm not something. sure he's going to be that fun on it, but it'll be fun neat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've already got three fun people, so we'll just have one that, that, like, you know, imagine he's your uncle, and you're like, well, we had to invite him, and it's fun. For sure, for sure. And and maybe one last one. Who else do I love? But see, that's not what it's about. That's the problem. No, that's right, because it's like, if I'm in this situation, I think people would expect me to say, like, Joshua Jackson, Joni Turner Smith, but, like, that's not the setting for that. No, no, no. That's... I only want to be on a yacht if it's just the three of us. I don't want anybody else there. You <laughs> know, no crew. Just like, no, just the three of us out to <laughs> see. Maybe a chef. I just want to see them in this environment. Okay. J- J-Lo. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Okay, okay, okay. But I think if she agrees to it, that tells me a lot. Yeah. No, you're bringing her on as a test. Because she won't know who Matt Berry is. She no. knows of Miley and doesn't approve. And she can only come, though, if she leaves Ben at home. Ben can't come. Oh, oh I don't no, no, want no, Ben no, there. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. No. no, absolutely not um, into that. Not, I'm not interested in that. I would bring a slightly different group of people. Oh, of course. Yeah. Can you guess who the first person I'm inviting is? Seth Green. Wow. Hadn't thought about it. He can come. I will keep that one. Yeah, Seth's coming. Seth I mean, Green's coming. Lizzo is supposed to be your friend. Lizzo is absolutely. Yeah, Seth Green, Lizzo. I'm bringing Harry Styles next because if Lizzo's there, you know Harry's coming. It's going to be a good time. They're going to be a great vibe. Harry's house, Harry's boat. Harry's house, Harry's boat, good times all around. I think I might also, I might have to bring Randall Park. That would be fun. 
That would be because really I feel fun. like he's gonna be cracking jokes, and he's but he's also like gonna be, help keep the temperature down because you gotta you gotta have some balance, right? You gotta have some yin, you gotta have some yang. I agree, and if and I feel like he would be great, positive, chill energy. I'm also thinking I probably. I probably would have to if you've already taken Martin Short and he's not available. I guess I'm gonna take Selena Gomez then. Oh, that'd be fun. I gotta take. I gotta have someone from Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yeah, yeah. Legal. You can't not gotta have someone heard, to talk to. Heard about Jackie that. Hoffman, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that it would be fun to see other celebs on their boats, like some of my stands. Like Ooh. I'd love to pass by Jillian Anderson on her boat. You know, we don't, but I don't want boat, her on but my, just no. checking it out, seeing what yeah. she's doing. I'd like to dock at the same time and maybe see her at the bar. I saw Eric Clapton on a boat once. Okay, well, with that news, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. <laughs> you can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. A cautious single dad with a secret past and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more. All right, I finally recovered from the fact that Caitlin once saw Eric Clapton on a boat and waited <laughs> till this moment to tell me. On his own yacht called the Blue Note. My God, the way you keep secrets, <laughs> the way you withhold. Wow. The thousands of hours I've logged sitting talking to you and you're just now telling me this? Well, Outrageous. look, I mean, I was supposed to be a summer expert and I, I tanked the quiz, if we're honest. That's okay. It's okay. It, it's okay. It's okay. Summer is what it means to you. And I will say this. You pushing me towards having a summer has made me think about things that I do love about summer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being a, a, a kid in the 90s, we lived at the time when there were entire seasons of television dedicated to summer. Yes. I, I'm talking 90210. I'm talking Say by the Bell. I'm talking about the entire TV show known as Summerland. Like... <laughs> I really miss this and I wish we would bring back summer seasons. And I was thinking about why we don't do this. Like, why don't we follow the cool teens from, you know, Riverdale to their summer jobs? And I'm I get I have to imagine it's because with streaming and with so many more platforms and networks, mm-hmm. it's just easier to like out the gate have these niche shows. So like right. you we have a show that's set in like the outer banks already. So we have those TV shows that have more of that vibe. But like I specifically want to follow a group of teenagers <laughs> or humans anywhere yeah. all year round. Like that was what was fun. It wasn't fun that they were just at the beach. It was fun that we went from them from seeing them in their school lives to seeing them at their summer job lives. Exactly. And you know what show really dropped the ball on this? Which one? Goss- Gossip Girl. Absolutely. They kind of once or twice sort of in like a season opener or finale episode gave you a taste of what it could be. And it's like, 
give me the whole fucking Gotta thing. Gotta go to the Hamptons. Give me a whole season in the Hamptons, not just a couple of episodes. Like, really give me 10 full seasons. And I think it's a travesty that we didn't get more of that and that we don't get more of that. And I had hopes because Save the Bell, but the Bell had rebooted and was right. on Peacock and was very funny. I really enjoyed it. However, it unfortunately has been canceled already. It's not been yeah. renewed. And so we're not going to get a Save by the Bell summer season. But this does make me realize that we have an opening for something that I personally didn't realize how much I needed until today when I realized this door has been open. Okay. So of all of the summer seasons, I loved the Say by the Bell the most because the Malibu Sands Beach Club just had so much personality. And I love that we justified the fact that in a friend group, of course, not everyone can get a job at the same place. So Lisa Turtle was just there as a guest. And I love that for her. But we all know that J-Lo's best friend, Leah Remini, <laughs> as Stacey Caruso, was actually the standout summer yeah. star. And listen, what I wouldn't give to see what Stacey's up to now, because we all know she is, we all, nepotism abounds and she's the owner now. And I want to see in 2022 what she's doing, how she's running Malibu Sands Beach Club. And look, JLo already has friends at Peacock because she did that movie, Marry Me, that premiered on Peacock, right? It was Peacock, I think. Yeah, maybe. Let's say. Let's say it was Peacock. I feel like it was Peacock. Whatever. It doesn't matter. She's she's Jennifer Lynn Affleck now. So I feel like this could be a wonderful vehicle to get the two of them on screen together because she could be the like celebrity guest staying there. Um, something fun. I don't know. I just feel like I need to see Stacey running the show and give me that sweet, sweet Malibu Sands uh, beach club in the current era. Now, that doesn't really address my issue which is bring back summer seasons but i just realized that we have an opportunity for it you know but it shows the potential to the networks Mm -hmm. creators of what could be out there if you do invest in the future if you invest in summer and let's not forget stacy carosi's dad was pumba pumba so it doesn't get cooler than that he can be at least a guest star if not recurring you know maybe he's still meddling like he's he's handed it over but he can't give the full you know he can't give the full and it's that fight between dad. When are you going to let me grow up and take over? I'm an adult woman. I've 50. lived a life. I've already left and run another company. I came back because it's time for you to retire. It's her second act. It's and then J-Lo does a guest appearance. Mm-hmm. And then it's we can great. get, and we can get, because we had Say by the Bell, the reboot, we already know what's happening with all those characters. They can easily come in for vacations, for guests, for this, for that. It's a hotel. It's all there. So easy to have it's guest so stars. It's so easy to have guest stars. And then if you're feeling really cool, you start to use the nostalgia of bringing in a Jason Priestley for a guest role. Right? Do it. Like, w- there's no reason we can't have some crossovers happening. I mean, I saw Gabrielle Carteris at our favorite bar, Russian Samovar. I know she's not busy. Yeah, because she's available. She's as busy as we are because we (laughs) We are also available. (laughs) So that's just how I feel. I feel like we need more summer seasons. We need more summer shows. Just feels obvious to me, Hollywood. I think that's a great point. Thank you. Riverdale, really, the onus was on them because they're on network and they could have done it. They could have done it. Where was the Archie's a lifeguard season? Ugh. I Come mean, on. and the 90210 season where we had uh, Dr. Richard Weber as mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. beach manager. I mean, it's like, uh, where's the creativity? It's just like, what are we, where, where, show me where, because I'm not seeing it, people. I'm not seeing it. And this is, this is a great point because people are forgetting how to have a summer. And part of it's because it's not on TV. They don't know. Yeah. And we've already talked about the dearth of reality shows it's just i need i need more summer programming like where's where's the tv show like like uh, abbott elementary could have summer school session oh my gosh obviously where's the summer school you know what else is killing it it's the bachelor bachelorette moment that they always Mm. all of these networks have a big reality show that they launch in the summer that's not Mm -hmm. summer themed at all but they dedicate programming time to that. Like, I believe there's a big brother going on on CBS yeah. right now. There's, you know, sorry to our recent guest, Jason Sweeten, but mm-hmm. that's getting in the way of yeah. some of our summer programming. Yeah. Which is like, 
what are we doing, people? Like, what, what are we doing? Can't name one thing or we're doing. That's what I can't do. Same. Same. I feel like community was another one. Like, where where was their summer session? Obviously. Obviously. Come on, people. Like, I can't sit here giving you all the ideas, Hollywood. At some point, you're going to have to hire me. <laughs> or at least steal from her. At least do something so she can do watch something. it. something. If you're not going to give me checks or a big break, at least give me <laughs> content to watch. Come on. I know. That's the worst. We that's need the worst. To do with our time. It's true. It's true. So that's that's how I'm feeling. And I think maybe... Maybe if this happened, then I would officially cross over. And I think that's fair to hold out. Yeah. But I will say, Caitlin, you have been a great mentor. Thank and you. I do feel like I am more of a summer person. And I am having a summer. And I'm changing my relationship to summer because that's of you. it. That's, that, it doesn't have to be your favorite season. No, no one's asking. That. It, 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 it never will be. It's that you're ha- you active. You know, you activate. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Well, while I dab my eyes from the tears I feel mm-hmm. of being a summer mentor, maybe we'll take a quick break. All right. And then we'll be right back. Together. Wow. I've never seen Caitlin cry as hard as she cried. Yeah. I'm just getting it together. That was... I was worried. I thought like I might have to call 911. I wasn't sure what to do because we are, you know, we're doing this remotely. So I'm I'm actually on the other side of the river from you. So I was yeah, scared. Yeah, you don't know if I'm safe. I don't know if you're safe because I'm pretty sure you're home alone. I guess I could call your building manager. I do I do have, you know, the contact information for your building because I am yeah. an active member. But it is my second home. Right. Well, yeah. That, call, call Kaiser, but well, yeah. before he gets up here. I yeah. do want to share with you okay. um, something that I think was was like formative to me becoming a summer person, even before wow. the gospel of Howard Kramer. And I don't actually know if you know this movie or not. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find I out. would consider it one of my all-time favorite movies. It is called Back to the Beach. Does that mean anything to you? That means absolutely nothing to me. I thought mm. you were going to say Back to the Future. Well, I love, I love that too. But, Same, but I was confused about the tie into the summer. So this makes more sense, but no, I, it means nothing. All oh, right. Me. I can't wait for you to see this trailer. Is it going to, am I going to have to immediately log off and go watch it? Maybe. Okay. Well, let's see. No pressure, but are you about to change my life? Okay, yay. suppress this but i do remember it now i because yes. it was it wasn't until i saw peewee herman on the screen mm-hmm. that it started to come back to me because i loved peewee herman as a kid i was a of big peewee's fun house and i also my mom is a frankie and annette fan yeah and i remember watching all those 60s movies so i had completely forgotten this parody exists 
Yes, it is. It's a it's a reboot. It's like a very early concept of a reboot mm-hmm. where Frankie and Annette did, as you mentioned, uh, several beach comedies together in the 60s as teens and early 20s love interests. Yeah. This revisits them in their 40s, probably almost 50. The couple, Frankie and Annette, have moved to Ohio. They have two children, mm-hmm. but they're going – Back to the beach. They think they're just going to visit their daughter, who's played yeah. by Aunt Becky. Uh, the disgrace, Lori Laughlin. But they get in a fight, mm-hmm. and they end up staying for a week. And it, it takes place in this universe where there's all these '60s and '70s television references. Uh, Gilligan and the Skipper are in the movie as Gilligan and the Skipper. Pee Wee Herman is in it. There's other great musical scenes. Um, Don Adams from Get Smart is in it. So good. Connie Francis, who is also a 60s, 70s singer of that ilk, uh, I believe she's Jolie Fisher's mom as well, is in it. And it is a fun time capsule of the 80s and what it thought about the 60s, which is a very specific moment. But they all have fun. Um, My brother and I cannot go to the beach without referring to the... (laughs) The Cowabunga from Down Under, which is a wave that comes in from Australia... (laughs) The Humunga Kawabunga from Down Under. It comes in from Australia periodically and is so big. Um, and ultimately, Frankie has to once again surf it. It is about finding your love of summer. Again, it is about your family. That young punk son, I think probably no one outside of John Lovitz and The League of Their Own was more informative to my comedy styling. If you watch mm. it, I talk like him because that's where I learned to be like a sarcastic little shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love the movie. I th- it holds up because it's it's really one of those movies that's just a series of vi- fun vignettes. Yeah, and uh, it's got great jokes. I love it. Well, I don't I don't know if this was your intention, but now I just want to know like when are you hosting a Back to the Beach movie night at your place so then we can like you know go to the pool after we watch it. I think it's a great idea. I mm-hmm. would love to do that. Okay. Um, I have told other people about this movie that have, have been interested. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just not remembered the way it should be. And and you know what? There may be, and we've talked about this, it seemed to come up in the last few episodes. There might be like different licensing issues because mm. it does incorporate so many brands. Yeah. Maybe it's hard, but I don't know. I, I Love, you know, if you don't know Frankie and Annette, Annette was one of the first Mouseketeers ever. Frankie was the first teen angel in Greece on Broadway. Yeah. So we're talking about royalty here. Well, and apparently, good news, Prime Video does have it. Amazing. And it got two thumbs up from Siskel and Ebert. So if you think, oh, this is just an ironic movie. No, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think everybody knew that once they heard that Pee Wee Herman was involved. I agree. I can't think of a movie Pee Wee was in that's bad. Yeah. There are plenty of things that that man did that aren't good, but his films, not one of them. He's wonderful. We love him. And is the thesis that ultimately Summa is good? Wow. There we go. Hey, you're thinking it. You're thinking it. Wow. I'm there. I've arrived. I'm a Summa girl. Wow. The wow. movie was all it took, but watch Back to the Beach. Now, confusingly yeah. for me, the Laguna Beach recap podcast has also been named Back to the Beach. And you know, I'm mm. listening to that too. Of course. I, so I don't really like that they took that name, but uh, you know, I support Kristen Cavallari, obviously. <laughs> In all ways, every day. Oh, wait. Never, there's, speaking of someone who's never done anything wrong. No, <laughs> never, not once. Couldn't possibly. Wow. Well, I, I'm excited that you brought this back into my life. I, I had deeply repressed it probably just because it hasn't been readily available no i think it was hard i definitely would watch it on like tbs as a kid and we would rent it it was that vibe that's my memory is like just watching it when it was on like i feel like there was a marathon or something of like i think of like maybe frankie and annette movies on some network and that's how i got into it because i do remember i went through a phase where i got really into them when I was really little, because they were replaying them on the Disney Channel or something, and my mom was like, you like this? I was like, yeah. But then I got into them for a second time when I discovered um, Charles Bush and Psycho Beach Party, and I loved that like take on the whole genre, and I got back into it for a while. So I, I, I have cycled through these genres a few times. You know what I think is important? The director is Australian, mm. so it has that certain touch of 
a Muriel's Wedding, of a Priscilla Queen in the Desert. You know, not that these were all directed by the same person, but Australians it's are a all thinking together. Yeah. And it's a woman, a female director in the 80s. Yeah, there's a there's a collective um, mentality and aesthetic to Australian cinema that I deeply respect and feel a connection to. This is her only feature film, and she's still alive, so we do need to change that. <laughs> well, we have to check in on her and find out what's going on. Like, where is her genius being used? Maybe she's working on more important things, but I can't imagine what that would be. Well... She apparently had a seven-year relationship with Al Pacino, so she could have used some guidance from us. Well, then she's been in deep healing mode ever since, right, I'm sure. Right. She's, how do you keep going on? Mm. That must be such a scary person to have a relationship with. I would think so. I mean, he seems nice, but it's a lot. And, you know, maybe she can get together with Beverly D'Angelo, another great comedic mm. woman that dated Al Pacino. So together, they could maybe come up with a great film. I would love that. Called wow. Dating Al. Yeah. I mean, this is genius. Wow. The hits just keep coming. Someone someone snag us while you still can. Yeah. And if you're listening to this like in 2023 or four, DM us and make, you know, we probably usually, might still be available. Yeah. So just. And just, also, uh, maybe we need to be looking in the Australian market. Maybe that's where our people are. Maybe we'll be I better understood that is there. correct. I think that's right. correct. Koalas get us. That's summer thing. all the time there. Wow. Okay. Well, there Caitlin and I have Full to circle. go. Caitlin and I have to go research how to get our CVs uh, in the right places in Australia. But in the meantime, follow us at We Stand Social. We're on Please. all the social media f- platforms. Call us, text us if you want to get us. Let us know <laughs> what niche topics you think we should get into next. Yeah, because clearly from this, I mean, from Summer Rush <laughs> to Malibu Sands, we'll get into anything. Try and stop us. Yeah. So have a summer, Stan Stans. Have a summer. Sarah Michelle Gallagher, Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Talmor is my home. My family have worked the land for generations. My gran says the island does not belong to us, but we belong to the island. And we must be ready, for a great evil is coming. And death follows with it. Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing, a Storyglass production presented by Realm, available wherever you get your podcasts.